Hello, I'm Brittany Campbell-Turner, and this is The Constructor Podcast, session number nine. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Constructor. This podcast is dedicated to helping property owners have certainty in their decisions about the construction projects. I want to help property owners foster trusting relationships in your project teams, help you understand how to lower risk, be under budget, and on schedule in your construction projects, and exceed your end user's desires. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me today. My guest today is Marcin Jakubowski of the Open Building Institute. He is an open source product developer. His ideas about collaboration blow me out of the water. If you're interested in modular eco homes that can be built in five days for under $25,000 in materials, he is the guy to talk to. He launched a Kickstarter called the Open Building Institute Eco Building Toolkit, and it ends tomorrow, August 3rd, 2016. If you're listening to this in the future, you can find his Kickstarter link in the show notes. I started off an energizing interview with Marchin, really wanting to get an understanding about his passion and philosophy about collaboration. I asked him why open source collaboration is what he subscribes to versus traditional collaboration methods in construction. Listen to his compelling argument. It's a very important question and, and a good one to start with. It's the building industry is in order to optimize that whole system, um, in order to take the inefficiencies out of that. Just like you know, the whole world of business is going is about removing inefficiencies. Just like lean. Uh, if you try to do that, you need just an intense amount of information to, in order to do that, and to to get that process streamlined to the point where less people can can do it. In other words, you have all the intellectual property, all the designs. Think about the hundred experts that go into building a, a structure. Open source the content, have the world collaborate, and come up with the most ecological, energy efficient, in fact, living building challenge compliant is our goal. Um, put in all the best features, all knowledge known to date, into every new structure today. <laughs> How does that sound? Well, uh, you can only do that. I believe, by an open-source approach where you are truly collaborating and building upon past work. Does that answer that? Absolutely. I, I guess part of my question, too, is, is what drove you to this idea? What, what triggered you to determine that this was the best method to collaborate, right? So in talking about Lean, I mean, mm -hmm. there, there are integrated project delivery approaches, that contractually obligate project teams, and maybe not so much in the residential space, but co contractually obligate project teams to work in such a manner, but it does not open source. So why, I guess the question of, you can wow. collaborate without open source. Open source <laughs> obviously gathers all the ideas from everyone, but I guess why this way huh. versus a... Okay. That's an interesting way, way to frame it. I never really got that question directly, like clearly like you have, but the idea is very simple. If you do what you just said, if you have closed collaboration or proprietary collaboration, then that project lasts in the unit of one or within the unit of replication possible by that organization. 
if you make it open source, now you reduce the barriers to entry to anyone trying to do that, which simply makes for for more innovation, more progress for society, better buildings elsewhere, people not reinventing the wheel when, when they engage in a project. And, and that approach will therefore include a design for replicability. So, so think about more robust, multi-purpose designs. Uh, I mean, you can. the flexibility is there. So you can take what's already been built, you can riff upon that. So whenever you start a new project, you simply, it's cheaper, easier, faster, because you're building upon prior open knowledge, as opposed to you have to start from scratch all the time. Does okay. that explain? Yeah, absolutely. That makes mm. a lot of sense. And what this sounds like um, to me is if you're, if you're wanting to build in the most efficient way possible, if you're not mm. worried about customizable design if you're not worried about and, and what I mean customizable I mean different like if you want a high finishes approach versus low finishes you know a lot of the things that maybe some of these higher end um, commercial spaces or retail spaces it sounds like this is very much for a residential approach is that is that correct or are you oh, thinking that, even outside of that oh it, it, the applications are all the different realms of construction up to skyscrapers. Now, we, we're not doing skyscrapers right now. We're starting with a one-story building, then we're moving on to multiple story. But the idea is that we're talking about a methodology okay. and it can be applied to anything. Now, it's not limited to, to dedicated design because the construction set approach where you have the actual downloadable parts allow you to have complete control over the modification. In fact, that's the precise reason why we're going to do that. Uh, all the architects in the world, actually, because the number of architects in the world should literally be equal to the number of people, because the people are who, who are the best stakeholders who are most closely related to a, to a project. And so everyone, we believe that the closer the owner is to that build process, the design process, the better the product will be. So, so it's, once again, it's, uh, it's like... <laughs> To be brash about this, um, the future of any enterprise is open source. You simply, I mean, from our perspective, it's, it's, it's somewhat our deep belief, but we simply see that the next economy is the open source economy simply because it allows for the efficiencies that are simply not possible when you're trying to keep your stuff behind wraps. You cannot get access to the best talent because whoever you are, and I think you actually said, did you say that on your, your blog? <laughs> that whoever you are, all the talent is outside of your organization, no matter who you are. Most of the talent is still going to be outside. So why not avail that talent by being public interest, open source, and that's our key. We simply say to, to these subject matter experts, hey, help us. We're doing this cool thing for the world. Everyone benefits, and we get to, to tap top talent at free or low cost. That's you that's. Know. I, I think you're blowing my, I got to be honest, you're blowing my idea of collaboration kind of out of the water. And Indeed. even though, <laughs> even though, even though I know open sourcing, crowdfunding, uh, all, all of this exists today, uh -huh. just given where, given where we are with the traditional methods of construction, yep. it really, really pushes the limit on truly valuing what people can provide 
from a design standpoint, um, and even constructability standpoint, workflow standpoint, all of these things, we truly can tap into the value that people are able to to give. And it really, truly excites me. Like, this is, this is like I said, it's blowing me out of the water, but I, I no. love it, and I'm excited about it. <laughs> no, this is great. I mean, you, you nailed it. You said democratize, the well, facilitate, democratize three things. There's design, constructability, and workflow. There's huge efficiencies to be made when that process is integrated. And that's, that's exactly our learnings, and that's how we're able to build houses in five days when it would take you 30 days or, or three months. We compress, we optimize the designs, we optimize the constructability, meaning, meaning design for builds, design for even unskilled people, optimize the workflows, optimize modularity, and you get a better product, cheaper, faster, better kind of deal. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's just the next economy. That's, that's, that's our conviction. I love it. So just giving that we now know uh, what your passion is about collaboration and why it's important to you and, and your overarching kind of belief behind it, tell us about the Open Building Institute, the Eco Building Toolkit, particularly that you are now campaigning for on your Kickstarter campaign? Yeah, three main elements. So one is the core of it is a library of downloadable designs, which are also crowdsourced. And we're looking at crowdfunded design challenges as a means to crowdsource them. You can download them freely and you can use open source software and right now design basic structures and we're adding to that library. Second part is an immersion training program for builders such that we can take this wherever to wherever a person is. Some, say someone doesn't build, They're, they don't want to do an owner build, which is most people in this current economy. I, I hope that's going to change in the future, but uh, for those that don't want to build, we provide a turnkey service at a small cost, basically a consulting fee, basically a management fee, facilitation fee above the cost of materials. And the third item is the open source solar-powered materials production facility, which means we can produce local local compressed earth block, lumber, bioinsulation, concrete from lime, burned lime from local limestone, uh, paint and multi-wall polycarbonate glazing that's 3D printed using a large format 3D printer, and charcoal, which is a filter material and fuel for the machines that we uh, are developing. Because part of this is that we have developed a number of open source construction and utility machines like the brick press or the tractor. The brick press is pretty much at a fully released state that can allow you to do that. So we're open sourcing not only the build process, but also the machines and, and building materials. So, quick question about the production of the building materials. If you're going to do it in a local environment, um, how do you how do you do that? Do you rent a facility? How do you how do you do that? Say, Let's I go. wanted to do a, a space yeah. here in the suburbs of Chicago. How would how yeah. would an owner want to like how would how would how would you go through that process? It's a replication model. All this is fund, founded on the idea that that we're promoting widespread replications, and uh, the immersion training program will do that. Put qualified people to run these facilities. But basically, uh, you start uh, our our growth plan is to train people who then take this to other locations. So we have the Open Building Institute, open source ecology facilities, campuses, which are training and production facilities. 
So you go to Chicago, you, you get, uh, get 40 acres, maybe on the outskirts, and then you can provide the local, local environment with those local materials right there. So, so think of, instead of having to go to Menards, you're going to be going to this local production facility that can dig its own earth from the site. And if there's a quarry of limestone, we're gonna, we can bake our own limestone so to, to create carbon-neutral concrete as we talk about biomass fueling that whole process. Mm -hmm. So it's about real land-based facilities that get replicated around the world. Okay, that makes a lot, that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, so it's, it's a matter of acquiring those type of facilities um, in order to, to do that type of right. production. Starting okay. with uh, demonstrating that building the, the open source solar powered materials production facility right here, mm -hmm. which will be entirely solar run with PV panels. Uh, demonstrate that here on site in the Kansas City area, and then then uh, replicate that. Awesome. So when are you going to be able to replicate that based upon your plan here? I know you had some timelines. Uh, okay. Timeline is the immersion training program starts in 20, 2017 for a pilot program. And the first replication, I don't know, uh, the build of the facility itself would be next year. So 2018 and after is uh, when we can honestly talk about replications elsewhere, which depend on a lot of the development, uh, the technical development necessary to integrate that kind of a complex package. So basically you're talking about diversified micro factories popping up all over the world. Now to do that it requires a lot of, lot of integrative know-how, a lot of subject matter expertise, and that's what we're working on and crowdfunding that crowdfunding that process, the development of that process, because part of a huge part of this, which I didn't really mention, the three points of Open Building Institute, the fourth point could be the platform which facilitates this this collaborative process. And that's a huge issue right there. It's documentation development platform, a uh, scalable one at that, mm -hmm, that anyone can use, can fork. Mm -hmm. Okay, that definitely gives me a couple of ideas. And I, I just kind of offline, um, we can maybe talk about some, some developers that I know that mm -hmm. might be able to help you with that. <laughs> okay. If they're interested, obviously, in, in investing in the, the crowdsourcing model, of course. Right, um, right. The, the interesting question would be, what's the, you know, how do we invest in that, given that it's a, first of all, they have to be open that to the fact that all the IP goes into the public domain, because this is about making a better world for everyone. It's not about, you know, making money ourselves, or maybe doing better for Chicago. It's about fixing the whole world. Understood. And, and that's, that's what I love about this this model here. Um, I'm curious, you know, this this platform, you know, it needs to be accessible to people outside of the U.S. I'm, I'm curious as to what your, if you have any vision here outside of of the U.S. as to, yes, you know, absolutely. what what this could be. Yeah, absolutely. So our growth plan uh, on nominal growth plan, which we're trying to consider seriously is we start with our pilot program of two, two or four people next year, double that for the next 17 years until there's about 100,000 facilities like this worldwide. So yes, by all means, every country, essentially for every 100,000 population center uh, could probably support one of these facilities. That's awesome. Um, I'm just trying to think here, who do you think is the idealist person to to get involved in? Yeah, such a yeah, such such a project. 
Yeah, I think uh, there might be some progressive builders out there that are totally ready for it, but we're just slashing the the frontiers in so many areas that uh, it would be someone who's who's really progressive. It may may not be a an existing builder. It might be somebody that we have to train ourselves who is open to the open source method. It's primarily uh, one one of the huge challenges is of course the open source culture that the person has to come into when they agree to do this. So we'll see. But I mean, definitely, there's a lot of the progressive, eco-conscious, uh, entrepreneurial crowd. We're really talking about creating a new breed of of social entrepreneur which which we call a movement entrepreneur or a distributive entrepreneur we call this distributive enterprise it's, there's a lot of theory and practice it's a big package so we'll see uh, who's going to be able to hack it and in our pilot program we're going to get some of those answers you know who who is our exact profile that we should go for okay now I think your your line of thinking is definitely going to evolve and definitely. I think I think that so far, uh, that that mindset is is going to get exactly what you're looking for. Especially the more minds that can come together to contribute with yeah. that same type of mindset. No, I must say that just the feedback from the Kickstarter campaign and just that live open source discussion, we're just bearing everything. I mean, I don't think you can be more efficient in terms of your R and D method than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's constant feedback, constant opportunities. It's it's really I've been really pleased that like on Kickstarter, the community of people that support you, a lot of them have excellent feedback, and we've taken a lot of that, including a couple of people that are going to be collaborators and who are already builders, uh, various projects. Mm-hmm. That's great. So, give us some stats, really quick. How how much would it take to 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 get a building built. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. So so our current current pitch is a 750 square foot structure built under $25,000 in materials, loaded with ecological features, does not include land, and the $10,000 service fee or the facilitation fee is what organizes this rapid mass parallel build event as an education experience, actually gets the house built in five days. So that's our nominal figure. Essentially, uh, we look at it as 250 square foot modules. The first core modules with all the core module with all the utilities is about it's under 15k. Any other 250 square foot addition, 16 by 16, that will cost you another four to five thousand. So it's it's very competitive. Basically, you're taking the labor cost out of it and turning it into an asset. Uh, as a as a immersion training workshop, and that's part of one of the major things we need to test out. How replicable is that? People people will say, "Oh, they'll never scale." Well, we have evidence that says it may. Okay. Uh, the, the experience has been extremely positive for people. People who are coming into that as a as a training, basically an apprenticeship apprenticeship training experience, where they get to experience that whole process, and people are willing to pay for that. And people come out uh, getting blown away by how powerful they can be in terms of their own productive power. So we had really great feedback so far. Yeah, that that's great. So either way, you're starting with a fifteen thousand dollar section that's going to incorporate all your utilities, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and you should be able to build off from there depending mm-hmm. on how much power, depending on how much yeah. um, heating or cooling energy or plumbing. I can uh, tell you more. 
more stats. The core module comes with it's it's not it's it's three thousand watts of of PV power. It's also got its water filtration system, so you can actually grow go from pond or rooftop to potable. Mm-hmm. And it's got a biogas digester that produces gas for cooking. So that's some that would be a world's first to make a make a replicable system for the tempered zones. People use that in the tropics. We don't use that in the tempered zones yet, but I think it makes sense. We'll we'll see if we can make that a, a standard option. Okay. So in the event you go outside 750 um, square feet, then you is it is it then something that must be assumed that you may have to replicate this mechanical um, section, or is it it's possible all- that you may be able to extend this this photovoltaic power um, to be able to produce all the energy and also your plumbing all that to to be able to support the needs. Sorry, I'm not. Uh, can you repeat the question? <laughs> no worries. Um, I I guess this is something that you know we'll we'll find with the open source design approach. Um, you know, the idea is that you'll be able to support the rest of the 750 square foot building uh-huh. with this with this module. If you if you go outside of that um, size that size that size square footage. For the space, then it's a potential. Is it a potential uh-huh. then that we should assume to that we would have to replicate um, more energy? Ah, um, yes, I see what you're asking. Yes, that's uh, that three three kilowatts is plenty to support the system um, for 750 square feet. Now we can have the option for new modules to come with additional PV. And actually, what I mentioned in a five thousand dollar figure for the additional figures, I believe that that's a net extra 700 watts per module so yeah you can add as much as you want for the new ones you can also increase roof water catchment or yeah but you can definitely i think electrical power is the number one thing Mm -hmm. uh you can definitely expand it and i i don't think people are aware of how ridiculously cheap pv this these days is for anyone who understands it's under 50 cents a watt you go to sunelect.com it's just amazing it's it's the the three thousand watts cost you fifteen hundred in the solar panels. That's no, and I think yeah, absolutely up. right. When I was studying photovoltaics back in college, you know the the life cycle cost of purchasing um, a panel didn't make sense for the amount of energy it produced. Right. But that's definitely uh, great knowledge to know that now it's affordable. Now it makes sense for the energy that it produces. I mean, to give you a perspective, 10 years ago, you are talking about a factor of 10 higher price. I mean, it's just, I think people are, are really not aware of this. Like when I found this out like about a year ago, um, one of our advisors told me about that. It's like, what? I actually couldn't believe it, it's, but it's true. It's, if you look at some of the best places like sunlight.com, it's there. That's awesome. That's, that's great knowledge to... To just be yeah, aware I really, of I really these do days. encourage. Yeah, I do really do encourage any people to to actually look at have a hard look at the numbers, but also recognize that if you have expensive installs, which may be like way more on top of that, then then it can get hairy in terms of feasibility. Well, it's still feasible, but if you do it in a owner build model or in our model where we provide the whole turnkey build service, we're not charging you for that that intense labor 
that's part of the system. We we have it. Uh, we're looking at building integrated photovoltaics as part of our workflow. Okay, so that would be a mop, um, rather, a um, a module that you can incorporate. Yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely. We're, currently, we're looking at the roof panels actually incorporating the the structural roof panels, incorporating the panels, the PV panels right in them. Okay. So okay. there, so we we save ourselves on a layer of sheeting. Um, that's that's a lot of detail in terms of the water sealing and all of that. So basically, mm -hmm. DIY building integrated PV. That's nobody's really done that. So we have to innovate on that. Very cool. Wow, this is just really exciting. I'm I'm glad um, I had the opportunity to to talk with yeah. you about um, collaboration and and what that means for the industry and and where we're going with this and. Um, also about your awesome Kickstarter campaign that seems very promising for mm -hmm. the construction model in general. Um, I mean, people like Elon Musk, see, see, they seem to think like it's a, it's a great idea. And you know what? Who, who of us can say that it's not? I mean, he's brilliant. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I think this is something certainly to, to consider um, mm -hmm. in regards to the future. J I mean, not just 3D printing. Um, or or drones or things mm -hmm. of that nature. You know, that's just small pieces of technology. But mm -hmm. the um, the wisdom that comes along with existing builds um, is really that that special spot that we really need to tap into. Mm -hmm. And just for numbers, I mean, is isn't the global building industry about a trillion dollars or so? Do you know those mm -hmm. figures? I don't know them off the top of my head, but that doesn't sound off. I mean, it, it, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, thanks a lot for, for doing this interview with me, Martin. Yeah. Thank you, Brittany, for the opportunity. This is great. I'd love to find out more about the lean construction and all the stuff you've got going on. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. I hope you enjoyed this interview as much as I did. To find Marchin's Kickstarter campaign, again, it's called the Open Building Institute Eco Building Toolkit. Go to my show notes at constructor.com slash zero nine to find the link and support. There are lots of options listed there to support. Those of you who are wondering about the Lean Construction Institute and my involvement with Lean Construction, Marchin happened to mention at the end of the interview. I am on the Congress planning committee for the National Congress that's coming up here in Chicago. It's from October 3rd through 7th, 2016. And you can find more information about the Congress at lcicongress.org. You can learn more about the Institute at leanconstruction.org. To find all the show notes for this interview, once again, Go to constructor.com slash zero nine.